Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bravo Tea with Jared B. I am your host, the only host, Jared B. We have made it to Friday, y'all, and it is 4th of July weekend. If you live in America, you know, I do have listeners around the world. Yes, Bravo Tea with Jared B is worldwide. Let me remind you again, we are listened to in, I believe, over 12 different countries. So in America, this weekend is 4th of July weekend, uh, celebrating our country's independence, but it's really about food and booze and having fun, if you know what I mean, and I think you do. I'm looking forward to this weekend. One of my very, very good friends uh, of like 14, 15 years since high school, Rico, has invited me to his cabin in North Carolina, Cashiers, North Carolina. I have been there before. It's a beautiful area. It's picturesque. It's peaceful. It's quiet. It is in the wilderness, um, which, you know, I'm always hesitant about because, you know, I uh, am a man of size. And so if I were to encounter a bear, not only would I not be able to run fast enough from the bear, I would be a whole meal for the rest of the summer for mother bear, father bear, and baby bear. And I'm not trying to be a whole meal because this dark meat is delicious. And I want to preserve it <laughs> for someone deserving of it. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Forgive me. <laughs> I'm delirious. <laughs> it's a holiday weekend <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm really excited. My last holiday weekend did not go so well. It started off well, didn't end well. So, like, I know for a fact that this holiday weekend is going to go well. There's going to be no drama. It's going to be nothing but fun and catching up with friends. Um, I have no Bravo news for you. Um, I could talk about Kim and Croy and their mess. You know, I think Page Six released um, a, what was it? A 911 call because Croy was accusing, I guess, Kim of kidnapping or Kim's friend of kidnapping. And then we also found out Croy owes like 52 grand to a casino. It's just it's just a mess. And like every week, I don't want to have to talk about Kim and Croy. So I'm not going to you know, jump into all the details of that. I was. I was going to play you the clip of the 911 call, but I'm like, listen, I just want to get through this episode, watch Project Runway. I really need to pack for this trip. Um, I also need to do laundry for this trip. So, you know, I'm going to get through this episode and I'm going to uh, get my life together <laughs> after I get through this. So we have... The Real Housewives of Orange County. This is season 17, episode 4, titled You Can't DB Serious, which I believe DB stands for Heather Dubrow, possibly. So we start off with shopping with Tamara, Jen, and Heather. You know, of course, we can't have a scene with Jen without mentioning this affair, you know, which I'm personally sick of hearing. Like, I don't want to hear about this affair with Jen and her boyfriend, Ryan, for the rest of the season. Let's find something else to talk about uh, because I don't care. 
But Jen admits that she already had one foot out the door with her ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband, whatever the status of the relationship is. Jen admits that her boyfriend, Ryan, has never been faithful to anyone. And then Heather's like, Jen, uh, has he been faithful to you? And Jen had to pause to think about it. And apparently, Ryan has quite the reputation in Orange County for the cheatation. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. Jen, Ryan has shown you who he is. He even told you that he is a serial cheater. And you choose to believe him. And that's good on you. That's good on you. I love that you believe in Ryan. I'm now looking at him with a side eye. Because if we find out that Ryan has been dipping his dipstick and all the little pretty cookies around Orange County and, you know, the state of California, maybe Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Mexico, wherever, then we shouldn't be surprised. And neither should Jen. And these scenes are, like, kind of jumping back and forth because... Uh, Gina, Emily, and Shannon are also shopping for this uh, trip to Montana. Um, and Shannon says that she appreciates Tamara's apology, but Shannon is like, you know, I'm not over it yet. But Gina says that she finds it hard to be around Jen because she participated in an affair. And, you know, obviously Gina's triggered. She says she's triggered by Jen, but I need Gina to get over it. Jen did not sleep with your ex-husband, Gina. Jen's questionable decisions have no actual impact on your life. So I don't know why you're making Jen being, you know, Jen being involved in an affair. Like, I don't know why you're making this part of your storyline. Because honestly, where is your storyline thus far? Like, you know, Jen has talked about her relationship, her ex-husband, her relationship with the man that she was having an affair with on her ex-husband. I don't, what is anyone's storyline so far? I guess Jen is the only one that actually has one. Now that I'm thinking about it, I never really thought about that. Wow. See, that's one thing about watching these shows and recapping it, especially going through your notes, is that, you know, you read through your notes and you realize things like, oh, wait. I didn't realize this. So, like, I, I just had a moment of self-realization, and I would like to thank Baby Jesus for that. Holla to Baby Jesus. Shout out to Baby Jesus. Jesus, not holla to Baby Jesus. Continue, Jared. Continue. Uh, so, we move on to Heather Dubrow packing for Montana and their mansion. And Heather... Ask her team if she should pack her Chanel rain boots. Now, I had to Google the price of Chanel rain boots, and I see anywhere between $1,000 to $2,000. So I'm going to round up to two grand. Now, if I had $2,000 Chanel rain boots, I sure as hell would not be wearing them to the dirt in Montana. I would be wearing them in Paris, ordering, you know, a baguette. With uh, some butter, Irish butter, even though I know it's France. You know, I would order, you know, a crepe with some fruit, maybe a chocolate, a Nutella crepe. You know, don't wear $2,000 rain boots 
to Montana. Honestly, I'm not someone that, you know, can just spend $2,000 on rain boots. But if I had $2,000 rain boots, I would honestly just keep them on a shelf in my closet with beautiful lighting. And I would just admire them and, and just touch them every day when I go to get dressed. But, you know, the Dubros are rich. Very rich. So $2,000 to me is $5 to the Dubros. These are strictly rich people's problems. And I'm only concerned about my middle class problems. Like why on earth eggs are 8 or $9 per carton? That's my middle class problems. But, you know, when I go to DeKalb Farmer's Market, a carton of eggs is, you know, $4.99, $5.99, depending on, you know, if you get like free range, free range, organic, um, what is, you know, there's so many different categories of eggs that I've had to Google, like which one's the best category of eggs to purchase. It's a whole pyramid scheme, in my opinion, to make money. I really hope like the egg industry does not try to cancel me after saying that. I love eggs. I purchase eggs. Don't throw eggs at me, please. But the Dubros go into their son's room because their son and their daughter, the twins, have left for college. And it hits them that they're a couple of years away from being em empty nesters. Heather gets emotional because she felt like she put her life on pause, even though she says she doesn't mean to say that as a bad thing, because she loves her family and she loved raising her kids. But now she wants to reclaim her life and move back to Los Angeles. And I'm sure I'm not a parent. I don't have any kids. I'm not in a relationship. I'm not married. I'm not booed up. I'm not cuffed up. I am single, happy, content. That when I come home from work, it is silence. No one is asking me a question. No one's asking me to do anything. No one's asking me how my day was because honestly, I have no interest in telling you how it was. So that's where I am right now. But I'm sure it's a major adjustment to spend 18 years tending to your kids, tending to your family, and then they leave for college and you're kind of like, what do I do now? What do I do with my life? even though they still have two kids left in the home, but, you know, they're teenagers, so they're going to be gone in the next, what, four years? Probably. Probably less. So then we jump <laughs> to this this lunch scene with Tamara and Taylor. Uh, Tamara admits that she and her husband, the husband that Taylor admitted like an episode or two ago that, you know, he's sexy um, and that they only have sex once a month. And uh, if that's OK with them, then I love that for them. But Taylor brings up <laughs> shady Heather Dubrow's IMDb page. Listen, Heather's not some major actress, you know, like Gina said, she's not Judy Dench. You know, she's not Angela Bassett. She's not Viola Davis. She's not Jane Fonda. But, you know, Heather Dubrow does have a resume. Heather Dubrow does have a lengthy IMDb page, even though she has not been, like, on a long-running series. She has been in things. She has been casted in things as a main character, supporting character, a guest character. But Heather has been in more things than Taylor. So I find it a little shady that Taylor is coming for Heather's IMDb page 
when I'm sure the only thing you can find on Taylor's IMDb page is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and now The Real Housewives of Orange County. I mean, even though I've never seen Heather in anything but The Real Housewives of Orange County, Heather has has more Heather has had more acting roles than Taylor. I know that much. I know that much. And little did Taylor know that Tamara would take the information, all the things that Taylor said at this lunch, and use it against her on this girl's trip in Montana. But we'll get to that in a moment. So the ladies arrive in Montana. Montana is so beautiful. I've never had any interest in going to Montana until I watched the show Yellowstone. That is one of my favorite shows. I am so sad that Kevin Costner is, he decided he's not returning to the second half of this Yellowstone season. I wonder what they're going to do with his character. There's rumors that there's now going to be a spinoff or a continuation of Yellowstone with Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if he's going to play like another Dutton that just came out of nowhere, maybe a cousin Dutton, but you know, this is not a Yellowstone podcast. So the only reason why I now want to go to Montana is because of the show Yellowstone, even though the show Yellowstone is filmed in Utah. But I one day want to buy acres of land and build a ranch in Montana, preferably, preferably Big Sky, Montana, so I can ski in the wintertime. Like in my mind, I'm rich and I like buy all these properties like, you know, a be. I I also would love to purchase like a villa in Italy, like the Tuscany region, but like near the ocean. And like in my mind, yeah, like with this villa in Italy, with this um, ranch in Montana, with my compound in Costa Rica, you know, I just invite friends on my private jet. I'm like, do you guys want to go to Montana for New Year's Eve and we can do, you know, some skiing and then some snowboarding, a little après ski after that, bringing the new year. That's the kind of rich friend I would be in my mind. So, yes, I would love to buy a ranch or build a ranch in Montana. And even though I have a love-hate relationship with nature, I kind of went into that in the beginning of this podcast episode. Like, I am someone that appreciates the peace and tranquility that nature's that nature brings a person, that brings you, that brings me. But I also am not a, a fan of the elements of nature, like the bugs. Like, you know, I live in Atlanta, Georgia right now, and you probably can't hear it, but there's like things creaking and making bugs, making noises. It's nighttime. And like, you go outside, you turn on the porch light and things start flying at you. Like, that's what I don't like about nature. And also like the potential to be killed by something like, you know, a rattlesnake or a bear or a mountain lion, or, you know, I fall to my death off a cliff because I'm hiking. And I know that I sound super paranoid right now. And like, maybe those things are rare, but, uh, let me tell you something about me. I have a pretty good track record with rare things happening. Uh, if you know me, you know what I'm talking about. 11, 12 years cancer free. Holla. And that cancer was rare. So I'm just paranoid that like 
you know. That's why when I go on vacation and I go on the ocean, I wear a shark band. Because even though shark attacks are rare, I might be the rare case that gets attacked by a shark. And then I come out the water and I'm missing a leg. And then I have to, like, transform my whole life and learn how to, you know, be legless because a shark decided to attack me. So that's why I get in the ocean with my shark band. And anytime I go on vacation, like when I went to Costa Rica for my 30th birthday, best believe I got on Google and I (laughs) Googled the most deadly animals and bugs in Costa Rica. I had to. I had to. You have to know what you're stepping into. I need to know what the marine life looks like in the ocean in Costa Rica. I need to know if I'm going to encounter poisonous frogs, poisonous snakes. If I'm going to encounter a jaguar, which they do exist. I did not see one. They got alligators or crocodiles. I really don't know the difference, but they have those in rivers in Costa Rica. So like I I like to do heavy research whenever I go to a place where uh the nature is abundant. I'm really going like off on like some random tangents, but you know, this is going to be a short episode, so I'm trying to give you like something more than like 20 minutes to listen to. <laughs> I'm sorry. For, forgive me. I'm also very excited about this weekend. But the ladies arrive at the ranch and they're choosing their rooms. And Shannon Storms Bedore is not satisfied with anything, which I find very annoying. Shannon, this is Montana. You are on you are on a ranch. This is not the four seasons. Suck it up. I would just be happy that I'm not sleeping on a pull-out couch or a blow-up mattress. And not that there's anything wrong with that. I have slept on a pull-out couch. On a trip with friends, I have slept on an air mattress. Matter of fact, two years ago when I went to go visit my friend Rico in New York City, being the bougie person I am, I I purchased like a $150 queen-size blow-up mattress that's pillow top and sits high off the ground, and I sent it to Rico's apartment. So when I arrived, I had a blow-up mattress to sleep on. And, you know, I couldn't fit that blow-up mattress in my luggage, so I left it with my friend Rico. But in my own apartment, I have the same blow-up mattress because if I have a friend that stays over, maybe we go out, they don't go home, they crash here. I want a comfortable place for my guests to sleep, even though I have a very comfortable L-shaped couch. But, like, I'm, I'm... pretty low maintenance when it comes to accommodations as long as like I feel safe in a place and a place is like clean like when I stay in an Airbnb or and I stay in a hotel I always bring cleaning products with me so I like Lysol I sanitize I deep clean everything everything I wipe down remotes chairs beds the dresser everything So, like, even though, like, I have high standards for comfort when it comes to my accommodations, I'm also low maintenance in a way where I'm not going to complain about where I'm sleeping or, like, this room is not up to my standards, you know. But the ladies sit down to eat after their bull ride. I would love to do a bull ride. I'm I'm afraid. I don't want to get hurt. I'm afraid of everything. 
I'm afraid of everything. I should probably outsource that to my therapist. But the ladies sit down to eat after the bull ride, and Tamara starts up the conversation. And she asks Taylor to tell us something that we don't know about her. And Taylor says that she's bisexual. And I'm like, Taylor said that very quick. Very quickly. Like, I feel like Taylor's just been dying to share that tidbit of knowledge about herself for a long time. But we find out that Taylor was in a five-year relationship with a woman before marrying her ex-husband, Russell. So, how you doing, Taylor? <laughs> I stole that from the wonderful, the legendary Wendy Williams. Because uh, back in the day when Wendy Williams had a radio show, when she felt like someone was um, gay... Or when someone admitted that they were, or bi, or there were rumors about someone's uh, same-sex activities, word on the street, Wendy would always be like, how you doing? I miss Wendy Williams so much. I miss her so much. I hope she's doing well. I don't know why Wendy Williams doesn't have a podcast, but let let me move on with the show. So we get to the last scene. And Taylor brings up the issue, the movie issue with uh, Heather. Uh, This is in the saloon. Taylor feels like Heather thinks that she's too good to be in the movie, which I feel like Heather thinks that she's too good to be in the movie. But Heather explains that there's a protocol for being cast in a movie. And Taylor asking her to be in the movie is not part of that protocol. I see both sides of this. I understand where Taylor's coming from, where she feels like Fancy Pants thinks that she's too fancy to be in this movie. I do also understand that Heather feels like it's not Taylor's position as an actor in this movie to be casting another actor. That production should be involved. Production should be reaching out to her agent, her manager. You know, there should be a deal. Like she said, how many days? What's my availability? What's the, like, how much am I getting paid? Am I being comped for travel? Where am I staying? Like, there's all, there's all, there's a a list of things that has to be done before an actor shows up on set to do the job. You know, did I explain that properly? And Heather is like, Taylor, girl, this is all in your head and this has nothing to do with me, boo. Nothing to do with me. And then here comes Tamara doing what a force multiplier does. She asked Taylor, did you tell Heather that the director wanted her to self-tape to be cast? Which leads, of course, to conflict between Heather and Taylor. Thank you, Tamara. And then Tamara brings up the fact that Taylor pulled up Heather's IMDb at lunch. Listen, Tamara is throwing everyone under the bus this season. She wants to so badly... (laughs) Hold on to this orange. So she is just pulling out all the tricks. Tamara is doing all the things necessary to make sure that she does not get fired again. But in this little exchange between Taylor and Heather, in my personal opinion, I think Taylor's being shady as F. Taylor mentions the fact that Heather did a show for 22 episodes and she was like, that's such a long run. Listen, we all know 
that 22 episodes of a scripted show is not a long run because that means that the show got canceled. It did not get renewed for another season. So Taylor knew what she was doing. And then Taylor's like, I'm just confused why they would ask you to do a casting tape with your pedigree of acting. I was like, (laughs) Taylor is going in. (laughs) Taylor is being shady. Shady. (laughs) And then Heather. Heather is catching all the daggers Taylor is throwing her way. And she's throwing them at the wall. Heather's like, I see what you're doing. Heather tells Taylor that she has denigrated her career and is anti-female after putting her life on pause to raise a family. I have to admit that I love an activated fancy pants. I love an activated Heather Dubrow. I have not seen her like this many times on The Real Housewives of Orange County. It takes a special housewife to really get Heather like that. I think Kelly Dodd did that. I think, what's her name? Noella definitely brought a little something out of Fancy Pants Heather Dubrow. But Heather Dubrow, and not in a brash way, the way she confronts people, she she reads you down like a grocery list in the most classy and pretentious way possible. But like, if I were Heather Dubrow, this is what I would have said to Taylor. And scene. Bitch! Why are you coming for me? Because while I was getting cast in several television shows based on the merit of my own talent, the only place people wanted to see you was on a reality show. And even that didn't last long, sweetie. That's what I would have done if I were Heather Dubrow. There you go. I'm not a woman, so I can't be a real housewife of anything. But let me tell you something. If I was casted on this show, on any of these Housewives shows, I would have a blast. Because I'm the type of person, if you come for me, I'm going to come for you. But the trouble I get myself in is that people come for me, and I come for them, and then they they feel hurt by me coming for them. And I'm like, well, you, you took it there. So I was just returning serve with equal force or more force than you. So you can't be mad that I said the things I said, gave gave you the attitude I gave, gave you the lip I gave you when you came for me first. But I would have loved to see Heather really like go for it, even though Heather's not that girl. Heather's not that girl. I would love to see her be that girl just once, just once. You know, Heather's very prim, proper. She's uh, nicely tailored as a person. You know, I speak like tailoring, like alterations to, you know, clothes. I feel like um, Heather is like nicely tailored and altered. And, you know, I used to feel like, you know, is this the real Heather? But after years of watching this show, this is the real Heather Dubrow. This is the real one. And then, of course, this episode ends with a to be continued. I hate when shows end with the to be continued. If you're going to end with the to be continued, at least give us two episodes at once. Because I don't want to wait another week to see what's going to happen. And, you know, it's not like, you know, 
Heather's going to throw a glass of champagne in Taylor's face. Like, I'm sure this to be continued, whatever's going to happen is not going to be that major. But I'll be watching. I'll be watching. And I'll be talking about it. But that's it for the Real Housewives of Orange County. That's it. It's not much to talk about. It's not... It's like, it's weird with the Real Housewives... Real Housewives, excuse me, of Orange County. Because, like... This isn't the best show, but I'm enjoying it. It's light, it's fun, it's petty, it's easy breezy. And this is kind of what the Real Housewives of Orange County has always been. Orange County is never going to be a Potomac. It's never going to be a New York. It's never going to be in Atlanta. It's never going to be in Miami. OC is always just going to be the OC. And I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. But that's the end of the... That's, oh my gosh, that's the end of the episode, y'all. Every time I say that's the end of the episode too fast, I, I sound like I'm stuttering. Stutter, 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 stutter. Stutter, 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 stutter. Who's that song by? Is it by Joe, R&B singer Joe, if I'm not mistaken? Or was it Drew Hill? I need to look that up. But like I said, this is the end of the episode. Um, I just want to let everyone know that next week is going to be a different kind of week because we don't have a new episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday. And Martha's Vineyard, I mean, Summer House, Martha's Vineyard is done for the season. So can't talk about that. Uh, and there's no reunion. So the only show that's airing next week um, is The Real Housewives of Orange County. So the only episode that will be coming out next week will be next Friday. Which, you know, I'm cool with. Luckily, after tomorrow, I don't go back to work until next Friday. So I'm very happy to have Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Six days off work. I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do do with myself. Last time I had six days off of work is when I went to Costa Rica March of last year. So this is like a much needed like getaway for me this weekend. I'm sorry I'm so excited. I know you guys don't listen to this to hear about what I'm doing this weekend. But can you just let me be happy? Can you just let me like be excited to just like relax and have fun in the company of my friends? You know? <laughs> but yes, next week is only going to be one episode. And I believe that the week after that, oh, uh, The Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta comes back. And then we also have, even though I won't be talking about it, we have, uh, it should be the season finale of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. If you are not watching the season of Below Deck Sailing Yacht, please do. This is the best season they have had. And luckily with Below Deck, you don't have to watch prior seasons to know what's going on. But I have been the person to like jump in, like OG Below Deck, the first Below Deck. I don't think I started watching that show until like maybe season five or season six. And I had no interest in going back and seeing old episodes, even though Bravo will often play a marathon of old below deck episodes. So that's when I jump in and catch up on the episodes I have not seen 
of Below Deck. So next week we have Atlanta, we have Below Deck season finale, we have the Rural Housewives of Orange County, and then after that, I believe we have Luann and Sonia's show, Return to Crappy Lake, and I think possibly after that is the premiere of season 14 of the Real Housewives of New York, July 16th, y'all. July 16th. Give the show a chance. For all those legacy New York lovers, I know you guys are salty because there's a new cast, and I see a lot of you on Instagram and Twitter, and you're like, what makes these ladies a housewife? These are not the real housewives of New York. Um, I hate to break it to you, but you guys don't do the casting, and you guys don't control who's a housewife. You know who crowns a housewife? Bravo. Not you. And if you love Real Housewives legacy cast, guess what? Subscribe to Peacock. And you can watch seasons 1 through 13 as many times as you want. And I say that because sometimes when I have like a lazy weekend in my apartment, I will often go back to, you know, season 3 of The Royal Housewives of New York. Or season 7, 8, or 9 of The Royal Housewives of New York. So I get the love for Legacy New York. But like, I need you guys to not be so afraid of change. Change is good. Change is good. Change is healthy. Step outside your comfort zone and give these ladies a chance. And don't come into the show thinking that, you know, it's going to be like the old cast because it's not. Andy has said several times, this is a different show. And I'm okay with that because honestly, I was sick of these middle-aged drunk broads. All they were doing is, you know, getting wasted and like arguing and like no one has really had a storyline on that show for like a couple of seasons. So I'm excited for these new ladies of the Real Housewives of New York. I hope you guys will give them a chance. Lord, if those ratings are low, Bravo fans are going to be going in. Going in. But I'm excited. Thank you for uh, joining us today. I don't know why I say us, because it's just me. It takes a village to make a podcast. And so I'm, you know, it's not just me doing it. I'm speaking. And, you know, like I type my things like when to add transition music to a certain part of the show. You know, I will add notes and send it to my friend, uh, Derek, who produces the podcast, who edits everything. Uh, So that's why I say us, because it's not just me, even though I'm the voice of the show. I could not do this without Derek. So shout out to Derek if he hears this when I send this episode to him after I finish recording because I have to convert it to MP3 and then email it and then type an email with all my notes of when to do this and add this and like here's the episode description. So shout out to Derek. But thank you for listening. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, give us reviews, tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, your loved ones about this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo T with Jared B. Follow us on Twitter at Bravo T with JB. That's all the Bravo T I have for you. I love you for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. If you are in America and you're listening, be safe. You know the cops are going to be on these streets, on the highway, ready to pull you over. Don't drink and drive. 
There's a reason why Uber and Lyft exist. Stay out of trouble, y'all. Stay safe. Have a good one. Peace out.